Welcome to Everything and the Gym Podcast. This is an interview episode. Hello, and welcome back to Everything in the Gym Podcast. Today, we have a special guest on. What is your name? Lindsay Joseph. And how old are you? I am 30 years old as of this year. All right. So what do you do? So I am a work-from-home mom, stay-at-home mom, currently homeschooling thanks to military um, just for a short little bit, but I do network marketing out of the house, and I've been a stay-at-home mom with my babies since they were born. All right. So how long have you been in a gym? Consistently, I kind of restarted my fitness journey back in January of this year. So I kind of dabbled in it a little bit, but consistently since January for the longest time. All right. So what was life like before so I'm one of those people who didn't even know water was needed to function <laughs> in my health. Um, I just didn't realize the importance of health for my body. So before fitness, I um, had three babies, like I said, back to back to back. Actually, I have um, an almost six-year-old, a seven-year-old, and a nine-year-old. So three kids in under three and a half years. And I was a young mom. So my life before the gym um was a lot of me trying to figure out what my body needed health-wise and um that came with some struggles previously um after having kids with postpartum depression and um, not fueling my body with the right foods that i needed and um obviously the water and um i have autoimmune issues so actually when i would try to work out previously I would spike fevers right afterwards. So I was, it was, it was very much of me trying to figure out what in the world my body needed. And I always was inspired by my husband. He loves fitness. And so I wanted to do that for a stress reliever. I just didn't really know how. Like, what is your day-to-day life looking like back? Like, what was your routine? What were your hobbies? So I, as I said, I was a stay-at-home mom. And whenever you struggle with any sort of depression or anxiety or postpartum, um, you kind of don't know what to do for yourself. My life really consisted of just trying to survive the day for my kids. And so I would wake up unhappy every single day. And I married my high school sweetheart and had three babies. So that should not have been the case for me. But I was so tired and sad and unhealthy and even sick I had um, some thyroid issues so I would go like I'd drop like 20 pounds or I'd gain 20 pounds and um, my day-to-day was truthfully just waking up and knowing I needed to survive I did a lot of parenting from the couch Um, at one point in my life I couldn't even like move my own legs because my autoimmune issues were so bad and my body was so weak and so I'd go to doctors I was in and out of doctor's office all the time and they were like you need to just start working out as my joints feel like they're like going to break. So um, that I kind of had a negative view on fitness at that point because I always wanted to do that, but my body just wouldn't allow me to do that. So it was very much like just trying to survive the day. And I didn't really have any hobbies for myself. I was in such a bad place mentally. I didn't even think I deserved to pay for a gym membership because I didn't make any money. Um, so it wasn't pretty. <laughs> yeah. What what did your diet look like? 
So at one point, I started eating like rabbit food because I was gaining weight after my third pregnancy. I was like, you know, you you have a baby and you're supposed to lose weight. Instead, the weight kept on going up. And so my diet was a lot of nothing. I wasn't fueling my body correctly. I have struggled with um, body dysmorphia and relationships with food. I always, I didn't, I didn't view food as fuel for your body. It was more so eat as little as possible just to make you not feel hungry. And so that, that would look like anything. Sometimes I would go in little fad diets where I was eating salads and um, barely anything. And then other times I would do the opposite and I would just like binge eat out of like stress and not happy with the way my body was looking anyway. So who the heck cares what I put in my body? But food for me had always just been to not make me hungry. So how long did that go on? Um, it started actually when I was in high school and I wasn't really aware of that. And I don't really know why it ever started, but um, it started then. And I always care. I felt like I always just held inflammation in my body. And so I felt like that was because of any of the food I was eating. Like if I ate something, I felt like I was like instantly bloated. So I'm like, food is bad. Food never made me feel good at that point and now I know it's because my health was not on track and I've come a whole long way of education and um that aspect but um it really started in high like maybe even junior high high school age and kind of just has popped its head back in my life since then yeah is that something that pops in frequently like are you still working on yeah bottling stuff? So, yeah. yeah I am so my husband left for a couple months um back in January and I am not a stress eater I'm actually yeah. the opposite I get super nauseous if I'm stressed and he left for two months and I wasn't very vocal about him leaving just for our family's safety and so I dealt with that a lot by myself my kids at an age where they realized that he left and he was so they were so incredibly sad and I had to like deal with um just their like their very valid emotions and so um, I hadn't struggled with this in a really long time until January hit. And unfortunately, I was averaging about 500 calories a day from January to March. And I lost a very unhealthy 20 pounds in that short amount of time and struggled with intense anxiety. And my body was just starting to, I put at that point, it kept on going because I would eat something and I would like get sick because my body was like, no, we don't eat that much. Um, so unfortunately it poked its head back into my life the beginning of this year and in March when my husband got back home, which nobody even really knows any of this part of my story, but when he got back home in March, he actively helped me get that under control. That's good. Yeah. That's really good. That's a, that's a lifesaver in there. So going back before you started getting into fitness what was your first step of like making like everything happen gym wise what what was your first step into, into that? health in yeah. general yeah so um I had struggled with postpartum depression and anxiety so bad that I couldn't drive like my car like I would envision the absolute worst and so my health journey kind of started based off of that I knew I desperately needed help because I had always wanted to have kids and I was 
living on the couch. I couldn't even join my family for dinner. I remember my husband would come home and he's like, hey, can you just join us for dinner tonight? And I would freak out because I was so mad that I physically did not want to join my family for dinner. So a friend, um, she had young kids and she was talking about how she was extremely exhausted and didn't have energy for her children. And she did something about it and she learned about gut health and she posted about it and I was very interested I'm like her life kind of sounds like mine but I feel like I'm at a worse stage where I could desperately use something and so I had nothing to lose I'm like if gut health is what it takes to get myself to get me back and my family back I'm willing to just try it and pray God it was exactly what my body needed and so um I started some gut health supplements and about what three were those? Plexus. So yeah, I use Plexus and it has been for five and a half years now. And I share my story because it changed mine and my family's life drastically. Within three weeks, I was off the couch having conversations with my husband and excited to join them for dinner. And he was so skeptical about me starting Plexus, but he looked at me and he was like, don't stop doing what you're doing. I can see you coming back. And that like brings me to chills even just saying it because my marriage was not good. We had talked about like, unfortunately, we're married and this is what we're going to have to deal with because I wasn't a pleasant person to be around because I was so, so sick. So um, I started losing weight by addressing gut health. I had ended up losing um, 40 pounds over like a healthy amount of time, probably I would say like six to eight months, I lost 40 pounds and I was still a very busy mom. My youngest was six months old and then I had a one and a half year old and a three year old. So I was very busy. So um, fitness didn't come in quite yet, but I started dabbling in fitness um, probably a year into my plexus journey and then um, the world got shut down. We found the YMCA and the world got shut down. So that was kind of the end of fitness at that point. Yeah. So did you do any at-home things or were you like, okay, now I'm just waiting? So I um, I think I might have done like trying to do like an at-home workout program, but it's just not me. If I'm home, I have three kids at home, interrupted workouts and stuff. I was definitely one who needed to get out of the house. And so when the YMCA opened and they had childcare, truthfully, I just needed like an hour to myself to be a better mom. So I would go there and I would work out and get my kids. And that's kind of when I realized fitness didn't have to be something like that I wish I did I just needed to know how to even get started and um I did I had a trainer for a little bit who kind of taught me those things on how to get started so I did at home for a little bit it just wasn't my thing yeah did you transfer over to like lifting or were you doing more cardio or what were your workouts what did they when you started yeah so I actually jumped right into weightlifting because uh there there were some studies that I had been told about um autoimmune issues and lifting weights versus cardio so I kind of mentioned how I would spike a fever if I'd work out well it's because I would go and do like a 30 minute hit workout or um running and that actually stressed my body out and my I don't, I, someone could snap their fingers and all of a sudden my body is like into a stress and I develop fever. So 
Um, it turns out like any sort of cardio or hit workouts was sending my body into a negative stress mm-hmm. instead of like that high, like the good pump that it gives people. It was giving me the opposite and I'd spike a fever. So I started lifting weights at that point and I wasn't developing a fever. I was doing like 30 minutes of like chill. I mean, weightlifting is not necessarily a fill, but not getting my heart rate into like the high level to spike like that reaction yeah. that I was doing. So weightlifting is what I realized, well, maybe I can work out just in a different way than what I had yeah. imagined. So how long ago was that? Like when you first when I first did. Yeah. So that was in uh end of 2019 i was probably consistent in the gym for six months and then of course beginning of 2020 everything got shut down and so i actually got really sick in 2020 unfortunately and um it brought a lot more autoimmune issues out and so i had to go back to square one and retackle the health part so uh, that's kind of when again the fitness kind of fell off for me when i was trying i had pneumonia really bad and it was spiced the mono in my body so I wasn't able to work out at that point and had to hit the restart button again so you restarted working out after COVID mm-hmm. so 2021 I would say yeah I probably started again in 2021 and I tried to jump right back into where I left off in it does that work doesn't that way. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't work that way. Uh, my body wasn't happy, and so I'd get frustrated. And so um, I'd try it for a few weeks, and then I'd get sick and try it again. And so that's when the beginning of this year, I finally started just walking, just realizing the importance of moving your butt. It doesn't have to be 45 minutes of weightlifting yet. It doesn't have to be going out and running just walk on the elliptical for 20 minutes and start. And that is how I reintroduced fitness is by doing that. And I did that for two months and then uh, we worked on my eating and that kind of thing. And that's when I started the, I started a build program and I did that for 12 weeks um, from March until whatever 12 weeks yeah. that is. So yeah. and that's, that's here, right? This yeah. year. So yeah. right before we actually moved here. Yeah. Yeah. So... Now, how many days a week do you work out? I'm in the gym five to six days a week, sometimes seven um, if I'm doing like a walking day. But my program has two rest days and five days a week. Um, And it's really been just like part of my routine now. It's so nice. Like it's just part like I know that that is a priority to me and I look forward to going. Whereas before it kind of felt like a chore to go. Yeah. How long do you work out? My workouts, it depends on it. I homeschool as well, so it depends on um, how quickly I get to the gym in the morning. But they anywhere from like 35 minutes to an hour, depending on what the workout is. So what does your routine look like now? So now my routine is way different. I wake up in the morning and I'm actually excited to start the day, which is the biggest blessing compared to where I was. And then um, I take my supplements as soon as I get up in the morning and kind of get my butt moving. And then I head to the gym because I feel like if I get my day started, I could come up with a million reasons to not go to the gym afterwards because, you know, we get busy. And so I go to the gym right away and then um, we'll head back. I I take the three kids um, and then we'll head back and like get school started and go on walks and um 
I don't take naps anymore, which is so nice. And just go on, like obviously just mm. go on with our day with more energy and more excitedness. I can do all of the cleaning and the cooking and that stuff while my husband works. And I'm, my body's just capable of doing all of those yeah. things. So. so what are things that you eat now that are like a staple? So I have, you know, you hear like intermittent fasting and that stuff. And if you, I've done some studies and uh, for my body personally, not for everybody's, but with my uh, autoimmune issues comes like hormone issues. And um, that's kind of what I deal with. And so breakfast is actually super important to me. And it's not something that I was doing before. And so actually after the 12 weeks I did my build program, I took progress pics and I like thought my butt had grew and grew up. It's like a long time. I was like, um, why did it not grow? Like yeah. 12 weeks of building. And I wasn't eating enough calories. So I was doing okay with the food. Like I was eating more and more, but I still wasn't eating enough. So um, I would say over the last six weeks, my husband was like, I told you, you need to eat more food if you're going to live like that. So now um, I don't know if anyone has a Sam's membership, but they have these egg bites there. There's two of them and there's 17 grams of protein in there. So I've been eating two of those. Like I just like, yeah, I eat those in the morning and then I'll make, um, a protein fo- focused lunch, like pretty balanced. And then for dinner, just, we are very like, we're good about what we put in our bodies. And so it's going to be like a protein and some sort of carb and then veggies, making sure we get like colorful foods in there too. Yeah. But I'm eating three full meals a day, which is significant compared to what I was eating. Yeah. 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 And then protein bars and shakes and all the things. All the protein. Yeah, all the protein. Oh, all right. So what are some things that you have learned from beginning like your health and fitness journey like what are things that you have taken away that you apply to everyday life honestly I think that fitness and health has so much more to do with our mental health and our immune like just even our immune health than anything um I've just learned that work like you don't lift weights just to build muscle like lifting weights brings like happy hormones to your brain and it brings uh, stronger just joints and muscles and overall what your body should be doing on a day-to-day basis and um also I think that my husband had always told me I work out for stress like so I can just like it's kind of like my let it all out time and I never really understood that but I can see like you know you wake up in the morning you're like I don't feel like going to the gym and then you force yourself to go and you're like I feel like I'm on top of the world I just think it has applied to my life so much in that way of just being happier and knowing I'm teaching my kids what it's like to take care of your bodies they see me every day will tell you from the rooftops my mom takes plexus because she cares about her body and I take it too because I care about my body my mom goes to the gym because she cares about her health and they I think it's super important for them to see that so instead of seeing me eating nothing and being miserable and not taking care of myself my number one goal is to show them what it's like to fuel your body with food make healthy food choices but also we left occasional taco nights and pizza nights um all everything's good in moderation in our house um eat the piece of cake if you're at a birthday party and it doesn't mean you have to go work that piece of cake off 
Um, but also we're going to be mindful about the things that we put in our body. We're going to drink water because that's what our bodies need. And we're just going to take care of all aspects of our health, mental health, all the things. So I think that that's like one of the biggest things for me is I'm setting an example for my kids. And if my daughters ever came to me and said that they were eating 500 calories a day because of body dysmorphia, I would literally fall over. Like I would be so devastated. And so... I read a quote, and I think I'm not going to like quote it exactly because I don't remember, but it was like, what we like, our girls are going to hear what we say to ourselves in the mirror. If you look in the mirror and you're like, I look so fat today, can you, like, they're told all the time that they look just like us. Can you yeah. imagine if they hear you say that about yourself and then they think that about themselves? And that has stopped me so many times of saying anything. But yeah, it is. Yeah. I could not imagine hearing them say that about themselves because they are fearfully and wonderfully made. And it's like, it's time for me to start believing that about myself too. So, yeah. Is there an end game? I don't know. I need to have some sort of like, I need some sort of fitness goal. Yeah. That's not surrounded about like by like looks and that kind of thing. I want some sort of fitness goal. Of course, I track my workouts. And so it's super nice to see me moving up in the weights and that kind of thing. But I don't, I, for, I, for one, I know like people in fitness, they're like their goal. It's easy to have like a half marathon goal or something. I have asthma. I'm never going to run in my life. It's just not going to happen. But I would love to have some sort of fitness goal in the future, but I don't have one right now. It's just simply just investing in my health. Yeah. Which is always beautiful. Yeah. So what is your biggest struggle right now? I think that right now my biggest struggle is still how I look at myself. I know it's really great um, to gain muscle and it means that I'm fueling my body correctly, but um, that comes with seeing the number on the scale move up a little bit. And also I have never had this much muscle on my body. And so um that can kind of play tricks on your mind. Like, are you sure that this looks good and it's not like bigger? You know, just the lives that we do. There's so long. Yeah, I'm going to like it. retrace those stuff. Yeah, rethink. Yeah, I think right now I am the biggest battle I have is that that mindset battle of this is good. Like, this is what you've been working towards. This is what you want and. I love working out and I love the idea of gaining the muscle and being healthy, but that you see, see the gains. And sometimes I question if that is positive. I don't know why I have this image in my head that women are supposed to be very stickly and skinny. And my husband's like, well, skinny is not in like being fit and healthy. That is the most important. Somebody yeah. like you've seen it before that whenever I'm my skinniest, I was my most unhealthy. Oh, yeah. That. So um, I would choose this every day. But that's probably the biggest battle I'm still facing, unfortunately. But I'm doing it. I'm still eating and I'm still going to the gym. So So what is reversing? What is your proudest moment right now? Like what what is something that you are proud of of you? Right now, I would say just being consistent because I could come up with a million excuses not to. 
um, be, and being consistent in all aspects. You know, over the last five and a half years, I've been very consistent in my supplements and making sure that my gut health is great and I'm taking care of that or being consistent with water at one time or being consistent with food or being consistent with fitness. But I, this is the first time I've ever been consistent with all of them at one time. And I have not felt happier. Like, I can't remember the last time that I felt happier. It's like all the dots are connected. Yeah, all of the dots are connected. I always tell people when they start their health journey with me, I'm like, listen, you can't just take your supplements and then expect everything else to fall into place. There's so many different aspects of your health. And then here I am not can, not making sure I have all the tools in my tool belt like I'm telling them to have. So yeah. I finally do. And I'm like, wow, this feels so good. I also think like the vitamin D and sunshine here helps a lot yeah. because I'm from good old Michigan and we have very cold seasons like more than yeah. not. So I think that the sunshine here has helped me connect all of those dots too. So And you're leaving. So I know. I know. So sad. Maybe we'll find a way to stay. Oh, okay. I will gladly take you yeah. here forever. All right. We are going to take a break and we will be back in a moment. And we're back. So Lindsay wants to talk about her postpartum journey and how that affected her and her family. So I just feel like um, when I was going through that, I felt so alone. So on social media, you see the highlight reels of everybody's life. And I was in a stage of seeing other people become moms at the same time that I was. And they were posting and um, just saying like what a joy like life is and they were out doing things and loving life and I desperately always had dreamed of being that kind of mom and then when I just wasn't feeling that inside I felt so incredibly alone so when I um, got healed of postpartum um, depression and anxiety I I just had promised that I would share my story with people so that they never have to go through that alone and feel like I felt. Um, I actually, my husband knew something was up, but I had said that we were young parents and um, it wasn't talked about a ton. They gave me a little sheet postpartum six weeks and asked me questions of if I was thinking about suicide and I, I wasn't. And um I think the only reason why I wasn't is because I love, I always loved my kids so much, no matter how much I was struggling. Um, I got up every single day for them. So I wasn't considering that. And that was basically the only question. Um, versus I had a lot of things wrong with me. Um, I just wasn't contemplating that. And so I felt like that, um, my aunt, I answered no, obviously left my six week appointment. Um, and I think this started after I, the anxiety started after I had my first and then I had kids so close together and just got worse and worse. And the depression, uh, my third, I was four months, uh, four most, four months postpartum with my middle child when I found out I was pregnant with my third. And so that alone was a shock and my body was tired and I didn't know how I could possibly go through another pregnancy again. And so that's when the depression started. I love my baby, all three of my babies, but I was not ready to have a third baby. Um, and so the depression started then, um, four months after, yeah, four months after I had my middle. And so 
my husband, like I was so mad at him that I was pregnant and I, he was working every single day, coming home, cleaning our house and cooking dinner. And I was appearing to be lazy. Um, but I just couldn't physically move myself off the couch and I couldn't explain to him what I was feeling because I was trying to figure that out on my own. <laughs> like, I don't even know. Like, I have everything I ever wished for and I can't tell you why. I'm so sad and tired. Like, those were like the two main things I could say. I was so, so sad and so, so tired. And everyone on social media is like, oh, you're just so tired once you have kids. Like, they don't sleep at night. This was like not okay tired. I'd wake up in the morning and instantly just want to go back to sleep all day. This wasn't a normal like mom exhausted tired and I didn't really have anyone explain the difference to me I just felt like well this is just what moms do this must be what everyone feels like and they just don't talk about it and so my husband didn't really understand it and I resented him for not understanding what I was going through and he resented me for not functioning truthfully I wasn't he was picking up he was doing everything he was picking up my parenting slack and he was cleaning and he was cooking and you know, I, it was like everything I had just to get up and like cook meals for my kids when my husband was gone. Like that's all my energy went to. Did it ever cross your mind that you had postpartum depression or were you just like, like, no, did you think something was wrong? I felt like something wasn't right, but so my oldest is nine and my youngest is almost six. So this was about like five, like six to seven years ago. And I feel like at that time, I didn't hear about those feelings. I just seriously thought like moms are overworked. They're tired. And I knew something needed done. I knew I knew something needed fixed. But um, I didn't want to go to the doctors and get on medicine just because I had heard stories from my family that it didn't go well for them. It made things worse and actually made them start contemplating other thoughts or having other thoughts. And so... I was scared to get medicated, but I, I I played around with the idea. I knew I needed something. Um, I just didn't know exactly what I needed. And um, I wish I would have accepted. I I honestly don't even know that I fully accepted. I had postpartum and postpartum anxiety until afterwards. Like my mother-in-law is the greatest human in the entire world. And I didn't even trust her to have my kids because I would be gone for one hour and be in a straight panic attack that something happened. And I knew that was it. Like, I knew, like, worrying about your kids was normal. But I didn't think that extreme was normal. But I never had someone tell me, like, hey, this is a little extreme. And I wish that somebody would have. But um, I didn't even, like, I had an identical twin sister. I didn't even tell her how bad things were. And I think my husband knew. But I never, like, voiced to him, like, hey, I am struggling so, so bad and I need help. I never really said that to him. Um I don't think I could say it out loud or admit it, which yeah. now looking back, I absolutely wish I would have because if I would have sent that to him, he would have been a heartbeat been like, okay, let's get you help. Instead, it just looked like I was like a lazy piece of crap. Like, and I couldn't get my crap together. Um, so this went on, I mean, pr- for my entire pregnancy and then six months after I had her and now even saying that it felt like it was like an eternity it truthfully felt like it was so long the only way I can explain it is I felt like I was buried in a dark hole and I didn't know how to get out I didn't see light I didn't like any I woke up 
in the morning and I didn't see light in my day, which is so, so devastating to say because I have the most beautiful family in the entire world. And I knew that I didn't know how to see those things. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I knew I was at a point where this could be my life forever. I could feel like this. I could um, battle these demons the rest of my life. And there was so many times where I was on my hands and knees just praying to God for him just to deliver it from me because I was so, so desperate. And um, one day, finally, I went to my husband and I told him, I think I need to go get out of medicine. And he was like, if you think that you need to try that, then go do that. But what if you just tried the supplements you've been asking me to try and if you remember I said I was a stay-at-home mom and so I didn't think I deserved even spending a penny on myself and so I needed permission from him in my brain he never told me I needed permission to spend money but that's what I told myself in my brain and so finally he said what if you try this before you start medicine and I said Okay, and so that day I ordered my supplements and I prayed that they helped me because if they didn't, I didn't know what I was going to do. And that's whenever I, for the first time, I didn't know if it was just my brain wanting me to tell like my husband, like, ha, I was right. I told you that they would work or if they were actually working for me. But um, within three weeks, I just woke up and could see light again for the first time. And he came home and I had dinner cooked and he was like, what in the world? Like, what is this? And so, um, that was the first time in a, like a long time that I was like, I'm going to be okay. Like I'm going to get this figured out. And so I have not missed a single day of my supplements since that day. And now I've done a lot of research and why in the world did they work for me anyway? And it was, um, I don't know if you're aware of the gut health and hormone connection, but my hormones were so, so out of whack and that messes with all things um, in your brain. And, and so um, I realize that now I wish doctors would have educated me on that a little bit sooner. Um, but I knew I had, I knew I had a choice. I either stay here or I get help. Did you have, did, did you talk to a doctor after you started supplements about like, I was going through this and now I'm here? I don't know. If I'm being completely honest, I haven't trusted a doctor. So yes, like truthfully, um, I was, even before I had kids and got married, I had to have like a lymph node biopsy that looked like I had lymphoma. Like I had, I had dealt with some autoimmune issues and I hadn't been into like 10 different doctors and they just kept on biopsying things and they couldn't even figure it out. And now I look back at the blood work and I'm like, dude, it says I have inflammation running rampant in my body. Like, why didn't we address that? And so yeah. um, that kind of put the distrust there. And um, now I actually see a natural path and I have absolutely like told her what I went through and stuff. And she has done a tremendous job at educating me on why I went through that, which if anyone has ever gone through that, it feels so nice to have an answer why you do. Like you didn't just go through that just because it's you. You actually had some imbalance in your body that you I couldn't I couldn't control that. You know, yeah. it was like validation of like I couldn't have changed that on my own at that point, which makes me feel really good because I feel like a piece of crap person if I could have just like snapped my fingers and been out of it. Mm -hmm. So as far as doctors go, I don't even have like a primary care doctor at this point. I see a naturopath and um, I do a lot of my own 
education. I'm very in tune with my body. If I feel anxiety coming on, I'm going to dive in and figure out like, why is this happening? Like there has to be like something disconnected because I know what it's like to actually feel good now. And I will always strive to feel that after what I went through. I refuse to ever go back to even like a glimpse of what I went through at that point. And I was so young. I was like 24, 25 yeah. when I had all three of my babies. So it's it's hard, especially yeah. in your 20s because you, yeah, so many habits that were formed before you were. Oh, yeah. Like when I ate like pop hearts every day in my high school years or drank pop or like, did I just didn't take care of my body? It's like if only I would have known what I know now. Isn't that the grand old thing? Yeah, it's true. It is. So um, I just like had made a promise. I I felt so alone. No one ever talked about those things, and I didn't even feel like I had a voice to say anything. And it like tears my heart apart thinking that any other mom is out there in this world feeling those things and doesn't have something. So if there is somebody that is listening that is having these feelings, what do you suggest as somebody that has gone through it? What What is a step in the right direction to get? Just for, I think that the hardest part was just telling someone that you were struggling. Um, but just saying those words out loud, I think are so important because somebody cares like they will desperately want to help you so a trusted person who you can tell that you're feeling this and um I don't necessarily think that the only protocol was me to start plexus like I think like I could like it, I think sometimes medication is like okay and I'm not saying that it's not I just didn't feel like God was telling me it was for me but if somebody is feeling that and they and they don't have somebody who's advocating for them and telling them that they need to try these supplements to feel better getting on the medication is okay you just need to admit that you need help and you are not alone like moms go through so much and hormones are wild you have there's that's not a you thing that's a there's an imbalance in your body and so to just find somebody who is going to listen to you and take you seriously and just tell them that you need some help and I would obviously recommend like addressing gut health if you haven't already yeah. because that is game changer. But just saying it. Just yeah. Saying. Yeah. I wish I would have way sooner. So good. I'm sorry you had to go through that though. Yeah. I think it's taught me what you know now. Yeah. Yeah. Like I would say I would like go through that time again just because I've learned so much now and it's opened my eyes to so many different things. Made me the mom that I am today and the wife. Like my husband and I like have an incredible relationship and I think like and now he's so aware and advocates for depression and anxiety and he's educated himself on what I went through which is so nice like seeing him support me in that way when I actually resented him because he couldn't read my mind he yeah like know what I was going through and so he's so educated on that and we're done having babies so it's not like if I go through it again he would yeah. Like be able to help me but he just knows if I'm having like some anxiety he doesn't ridicule me for that or if I'm like not doing enough around the house or something like he just he knows more now and I yeah. think that that's great I think every husband should have to go through some sort of training what postpartum anxiety and depression look yeah. like because if he would have pulled me aside and said I think you're dealing with this I think I would have been able to tell him yeah yeah it's nobody did yeah you know it's something that should be talked about more. I like, think it should more. be. I think as soon as you 
get pregnant, like I think it should be something that you're educated on and you start like taking preventative measures right away. I really do. Like I wish that it was not so much more because once you're in it, it's even harder to get out of. Yeah. And you don't even know you're in it. You don't. It's like you don't want to admit that. And you're so like you're just so far gone that it almost feels impossible to even like get better at that point. If we had if we just worked on preventatives, yeah. That would be so awesome. Yeah. That'd be my wish. <laughs> I mean, it is 2023. I know. I, after. <laughs> I, I do think we've come further than what we did back in 2018. I do. Yeah. 2017, I think. Yeah, 2017. I think we've come further. But I still think we were we're supposed to be. Yeah. So. Baby steps. Maybe yeah, more people steps. talking about it would will be help. helpful. Yeah, that's my goal. I've helped lots and lots and lots of mamas. So that makes me feel good. But yeah. yeah. All right. Well, there's the talk on postpartum depression. We are going to hop into some rapid fire questions. Yes, yeah, so excited. <laughs> so, how much parenting do you eat a day? I'm trying to hit like 100 grams, but if I'm if I'm being honest, sometimes it's like around the 80. It depends, but more than what it used to be. Okay, that's a win. And it is a win. Do you take pre workout? I do. I've tried like lots of different pre-workouts. I'm not a fan of it feeling like my skin's crawling. I actually take the Plexus Active pre-workout and it doesn't make me crash or have jitters and it's just like a good focus. So that's what I use. All right. Favorite lift or exercise? It used to be leg day until I started this program and now I hate leg day. It's like so hard. So what's your favorite? Uh, I'd say upper body right now. I'd right. go with upper body, probably shoulders. Shoulders. Yeah. So if you had to pick a movement for shoulders. I've been doing these plate curls and where you push the plate over your head, like straight up. And I'm like feeling the, like I go to like failure on that and I like it. Oh, oh good. The burn feels good. It was swinging hurt. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Your least favorite lift or exercise? It's going to be leg day right now and hip thrust. Oh, yeah. I know it. They're really kicking my butt right now. Do you, do you do the machine or do you do the bar? Well, I've been doing the machine because I'm so awkward putting the weight on the bar. But I used to do the bar. All right. What is your favorite muscle? I think my triceps. I could actually see my triceps for the first time. And I'm like, oh, that looks good. I love triceps. Yeah. What is something you eat every single day? Some sort of egg thing. Okay. Eggs. What is something you do intentionally every day? intentionally every day take my supplements and drink 100 at least 100 ounces of water a day do you read or listen to audiobooks i love reading i have a kid i think we talked about this. yeah the kid and i read like 100 books or something oh you guys no 100 books 100 bucks it's because i have this thing where if i start one i need to know what happens next so i'll stay up until like i'm badly hours just finishing so what book are you currently reading? Uh, I forget. It's in a series. I forget the name of it, but it's by um, Rebecca Yaros, and it's like a love story. But it's like the second book in her series. I can't remember what's called. Her books are so They cute. are. I've been on a kick for her. So. Yeah. What is your favorite song? I am really bad at favorites, honestly. Favorite genre? Uh, Britney Spears in 2000. <laughs> so is that what you listen to when you work? Yeah, it's like, yeah. I either listen, listen to that or I'm weird and I listen listen to worship music. My husband was like, how can you like 
get a good lift listening to worship music. I'm like, I don't know. It's just like a little reset for my mind. Yeah. I've been on a worship music kick lately. Oh, so, yeah. That's an influencer that I follow. She, like, posted her little, um, what is it, like, her playlist. Yeah. And I've been just listening to that and repeat. So, other than that, it's going to be, like, early 2000s and... Room and Britney back. Yeah, I don't know any new song. <laughs> She's crazy now. <laughs> what time do you wake up most mornings? It's been so bad lately because I homeschool. Yeah, it's literally been like eight thirty. But back at home, whenever my kids go to school, seven. So I'm just not an early riser. I know that they say like, like the early risers get the worm or whatever they yeah. say. But one was kind of a crap. Yeah, I mean, and yeah, I'm not. <laughs> do you stay up late? No, I also go to bed early. early. Yeah. What's early? I'm a, I guess I lay down probably at 8.30 and I will read like until I yeah. fall asleep. So I'd say I'm usually asleep by 10 o'clock. If I'm up past 10, that's like really late for right. then. If you had your own gym, what is your number one must have? Gym, my number one must have. That's a good question. That is a good question. Building a Building a dream gym right now. Building it. And probably be you passing out stickers. Oh. <laughs> I don't know what a must-have would be in there. Any kind of. You know, as I, t- I talk about how much I hate the hip thrusters, but I do think that machine is like an easy setup where I don't feel so intimidated to yeah. do with the hip thrusters. I thought it was awkward. I think because my gym back at home doesn't have that. Yeah. And I do think that that is like a game changer. So yeah. I'd probably make sure that was in there, even though I despise it. Yeah. It's important. Love, hate, relationships. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Last question. Okay. Who is somebody that you would give honorable mention to? Could be anybody. I would say my husband because from a very young age, so we started dating when we were 14, and he has worked out almost every single day of his life because it is, um, his hobby and the stress relief and a mental health thing for him. And so he has, I used to call him crazy. And now I feel like he has really taught me that it is more than just lifting weights. So I would see him. I'm probably in the gym right now because of him. So I'd give it to him. So beautiful. Oh, the things you want to go teary All right, you guys. Thank you for hanging out with us and letting Lindsay tell her story. Come back next Monday to see who else is on. So exciting. Thank you so much for having me. What a honor. It was so hot. So hot. (laughs) Hey, thanks for listening. Make sure you download, subscribe, and give us a rate. Have a beautiful day, friends.